Hello, my most awesome project managers. It's the day 19 session. Welcome to 40 days to PMP exam success. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Today, we're going to be taking a look at plan and manage budget and resources. Taking a look at the enablers, the first one says estimate budgetary needs based on the scope of the project and lessons learned from past projects. So we need to find out the budget. Now, the words estimate and budget are not complementary, to be honest. Estimating refers to how much each task or each work package will cost, and budget refers to the final total amount of all of those task estimates added up. So it's very important that you understand the difference between estimating and budgeting. Now, based on historical information, we can extrapolate a lot of variables to find estimates using analogous, parametric, bottom-up, or three-point. After that, we talk about determining the budget. We should also be anticipating future budget challenges, and this refers to control costs and earned value metrics and forecasting. In the world of earned value for your exam, it's very important that you focus on CPI, SPI, CV, and SV. Know exactly what these are and be able to understand from a lineup of numbers like this, SPI of 0.5 is bad. CV of $5, that's good because it's positive. SV of minus $50, what's that? It's bad. What about a CPI of 1.01? That's good. What about an SPI of 3.09? Now, this looks like you're way ahead of schedule. In fact, it looks too good and there may be a problem. So when things like this happen, you need to look into them. What about a CPI of 0.65? That's bad. At a high level, understand what a negative variance means, a positive variance means. Understand from the index perspective, greater than 1, less than 1, equal to 1. Okay? We'll talk about this a little bit more today. But let's jump back in to the summary. Going into the third enabler, monitor budget variations and work with governance process to adjust as necessary. So take a look at your earned value metrics, your earned value management, and then re-baseline based on what you're seeing happening on the project, based on what you are anticipating. That will take you into change management. There has to be change requests, and you need to follow the baseline in process. Number four, plan and manage resources. Now, this is a huge shift away from the topic of cost, even though it is related. Plan resource management, estimate those resources and acquire them, develop and lead the team and control physical resources. These are all things that you do throughout resource management. Now let's hone in a little bit more into cost management. Cost management specifically, you're gonna plan cost management, you're gonna come out with a cost management plan and then you're going to estimate cost based on how you plan to do so in the plan. You will develop an approximation for the cost of resources needed to complete the project work. Cost estimates are calculated here and then we determine the budget by aggregating all of those estimated costs to a final total amount. And at the end of the day, we understand what our cost baseline is. We also understand project funding requirements needed for each time period. And then we move into control costs. This is where you're keeping an eye on the status of the project. This is where you're trying to understand, based on those earned value metrics that I showed you, what exactly is happening across the project. Again, you've got to know this. 
you got to know the indices, you got to know the variances. Moving on to the topic of resource management, because we have to talk about that as well, we have plan resource management, estimate activity resources, acquire resources, develop team, manage team, and control resources. Now, what exactly is happening in all of these? Plan resource management is where you develop a resource management plan. Your resource management plan guides you on how to manage resources across the board, human equipment, material supplies, facilities. Estimate activity resources is where you're estimating how many resources you need, what type of resource, physical resources and human resources alike, skill levels, quality of the resources, all that stuff. And then we acquire the resources, we acquire all the resources needed for the project, and then we develop specifically the humans, the team, training, team development, and all that for the project team. That was talked about quite heavily in the people domain. There's a task specifically for training. And then we go into manage team, that's giving the team feedback, leading the team and guiding them to success. And last but not least, we have control resources. So my hope is that as you've gone through the people domain with me, you're already all over resource management. When it comes to control resources, this is only about the physical resources. This is not about the humans. It's about the physical resources that you're using to get the work done. And that, my friends, is everything we need to talk about today. So it's quite a bit of information. Now we're going to jump on the road and we're going to begin talking about this in more detail. Let's jump on the road. Hey folks, how you doing? It's your buddy Phil here. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to our 40 days to PMP exam success. Today we are going in on day 19. And day 19 simply reads, plan and manage budget and resources. Plan and manage budget and resources. Now, there's something shaky about the enablers in here in that they use the word estimate and budget together. That is a huge no-no, as you know from the sixth edition. You have estimate cost and then you have determined budget. They're two different things. So when someone says estimate budgetary needs, it's kind of like, uh, that goes against the grain, but you get the idea. It should say determine budgetary needs based on the scope of the project and lessons learned from past projects, and then anticipate future budget challenges, monitor budget variations and work with governance process to adjust as necessary. And all that means is estimate the cost for the project, determine the budget for the project, anticipate any challenges that could happen in the future as far as budget is concerned, and while you're monitoring these variations, work with the governance process in that firm to follow through on any rebaselining efforts that need to take place. Because you can't just say, I need more money, give me more money, there's the money. No, you gotta follow whatever the process is for rebaselining. In other words, like a change request. So keep that in mind. The final enabler here is plan and manage resources. Now this is just a cop out for adding an extra task. PMI should have just added an extra task instead of lumping budget and resources together. They are two different things. 
You get what I'm saying? Two very different things. So when we're talking about resources, we have human equipment, materials, supplies, and facilities. There's a lot to take in in this one. We also have six discrete processes that we follow. So we've got our work cut out for us, my friends. We're going to take a long trip. And we're going to talk about this. Okay? So let's get moving. All right. So let's talk about how cost management works from the sixth edition perspective. And the reason why I go with the sixth edition perspective is it is robust, it is complete. It is hard for you to get lost in the sixth edition. So, the very first process that we have in cost management simply says plan cost management. Plan how to manage costs on the project. And from this, we get a cost management plan. And that cost management plan helps us to fine-tune our focus as to how we're going to manage cost across the board. How are we going to estimate? How are we going to budget? How are we going to control the cost? When you're done with plan cost management, you go into estimate cost. And this is where you're estimating how much each activity or task, if you will, same thing, will cost on the project. So estimate cost helps us determine our cost estimates for each task. Then we go into determine budget. In determine budget, we are aggregating all of the cost estimates that we just came up with in estimate cost. We aggregate them, we put them all together, and then we know what the budget number is, you know. And that's the difference between estimate cost and determined budget. Estimate cost is generally used for a task or work packages in some instances when you are calculating at a higher level. The bottom line is you're going to have to aggregate those costs to get a budget. And that's how it works. You get your budget, you get your project funding requirements, which is an idea of how much is needed periodically and also in total. We call that project funding requirements. After you've gotten your budget and the project is now being executed, the next thing is to control the cost. And one of the big topics here is earned value management. I often tell people you could get an earned value question, but it may not even need you to calculate anything. So for this one, you've got to remember SPI, CPI, CV, and SV. What are the formulas? for the indices. CPI is equal to EV divided by AC. SPI equals EV divided by PV. What you're going to notice from the C's, the CPI and the CV, they both start with earned value and they both have actual cost. Indices you are dividing by actual cost and variances you're subtracting the actual cost. And it's really that simple. Indices divide, variances subtract. 
the next thing I would call your attention to is the S's, SPI and SV, they also start with earned value. So all these formulas, they all start with EV. If it's an index, you're going to divide. So SPI, you're going to divide by PV. So you divide by PV, EV divided by PV is SPI. For SV, EV minus PV is SV. I hope that makes sense and I hope I got it right. Okay, make sure you check your PMBOK guide, page 267, but don't go all the way down in 267 because I can assure you the TCPI and the EAC probably not needed for your exam. What I would expect is basic questions. SPI equals one, what does that mean? It means you're on target. SPI equals 0 0.5, which is less than one. It means that you're behind schedule, all right? SPI equals one, you're on schedule. SPI less than one, you are behind schedule. SPI greater than one, you're ahead of schedule. CPI equals to one, you're on budget. CPI less than one, you're over budget. And CPI greater than one, like a 1.5, 1.2, means that you are under budget. So get the convention straight, okay? CV equals zero, cost variance is zero, means you're on budget. CV equals anything greater than zero, you're under budget. And CV equals less than zero, like a negative number, that means you're over budget. Schedule variance. Schedule variance equals zero, you're on schedule. Schedule variance less than zero, you're behind schedule. And schedule variance greater than zero, like a positive number, means you are ahead of schedule. That's really what you need for cost management. Now going over to resource management, in the world of resource management, you gotta remember you're dealing with human equipment, material supplies, and facilities. If you have resources of a physical nature, we have a process called control resources, especially to make sure that those resources are being used the way we planned. Control resources is not for your human resources. Instead, we have managed team, and that helps us ensure the team is getting the attention they need, the feedback they need, the guidance, and the leadership they need. So what else happens in resource management? Well, we have plan resource management, planning how to manage resources across the board, human equipment, material supplies, and facilities. And then we have estimate activity resources. And this is where we estimate the resources, how many, how much. And we do this for the human equipment, material supplies and facilities, of course, and anything else. When you understand how many, how much, you have an output, we call it resource requirements. The resource requirements for the project is what is gonna trigger your acquiring the resources. So based on how many, how much resources you need, you go into estimate activity resources, or I should say acquire, beg your pardon, resources. So we estimate activity resources, then we go to acquire resources. In acquire resources, we're acquiring all of those resources, and the output is either gonna be an assignment for the physical resources or an assignment 
for the human resources. So we have physical resource assignments and we have project team assignments for the humans. Physical resource assignments for the physical resources, project team assignments for the team members. When we have acquired our resources, the next thing we do is ask the question, do they have the skills needed to function on this project? And if they don't have the skills to function on the project, we need to get them skilled. In the world of Agile, we have what we call a skills marketplace and this is a way we cross-train internally. But on more traditional projects, we could have things like job shadowing, coaching, mentoring, and so on, which we could also use in the world of Agile. Don't forget, there are also opportunities to train team members by sending them for off-sites together for the sake of synergizing, not necessarily to learn a new trade, but instead to learn how to better synergize what they already know, to be able to synergize their efforts and work together as one unified team. And then we've come full circle because the final thing is control resources and that has to do with the physical resources exclusively. So my friends, I hope you enjoy this. I hope it made sense for you and I hope it helps give you some clarity on what to focus on for your exam, okay? Thank you for joining me, and I wish you all the very best in your prep. Keep the days up. If there are any questions, make sure you answer those questions. All right. Okay, my friends, we are done with On The Road, and it's time to look at a few quick questions really fast. Here we go. You've got open-ended questions for today, and I would like you to spend some time really thinking about these to make sure that you've got all the theory down. That's the first page, and here is a second page. It's got so much content. Freeze the screen and read through. Make sure you've got it all down. I want to make sure you've got all those definitions because there's a lot of definitions that could impact other areas. Okay, that's the second page. Let's go for one more page. I know it's a lot of homework. I know it's a lot of stuff to study. But if you spend time on this, I guarantee you, you will come away with enough knowledge. Okay, enough knowledge to understand earned value and anything that could be thrown at you. Now, for the aspects of... TCPI and ETC, those likely won't be tested on the exam, but if you've worked in government or aerospace like I have, or if you find yourself working in those fields, you will find a lot of these to be helpful because this was the story of my life for a straight one year while I was at a well-known aerospace firm. All right, You just never know when you're going to need this stuff. So, browse through the TCPI. It's really work remaining divided by funds remaining. No ETC is just the estimate to complete. 
And no EAC is estimate at completion. It's a forecast. ETC and EAC are just forecasts. All right, and remember, if you need to top up on all of this knowledge and everything's loosey-goosey and you need help, you need to go on down to hpmexam.com and sign up for our boot camp. It's a half-day immersion boot camp. And after that, you've got 60 days on our learning system with two full mock exams. It's a steal. Check it out, hpmexam.com. Couple more questions. All of the following data analysis techniques can be used in the estimate cost process except what? All right. Hit the pause button for more time. I will reveal the answer very shortly. Three, two, and one. The answer is variance analyses. Variance analysis is talked about in the PMBOK guide and it's used in the monitoring and controlling aspect. That's where we do our variance analysis. Variance analysis looks at the difference between the planned and the actual. All right, so that's the best answer. Here's another question. All of the following are best practice considerations for managing costs for agile or adaptive environments except what? I know it's going to take some time for you to read through. Read through. Okay. And also be aware that on your exam, you could have some really lengthy questions. You got to get used to reading quick. All right. Three, two, and one. All right. Let's move on and check the answer. The answer is A. So if you look at this statement, detailed estimated methods, three points, so on, we don't use that in Agile. And that's why the answer is A. All right. Another question. A project has the following budget components. Determine the management reserve and cost baseline amount. I'll give you some time to let it marinate. Okay. Let's end and let's check the answer. The answer to this is A. If you do the math, you realize that the baseline amount is 84,000. And because of the information you had in the beginning of 100,000 being the budget, budget minus baseline will give you that 16,000 that is the reserve. All right, so one more time, the answer, the reserve, management reserve, is 16,000, that's 100,000 minus 84,000, and then the cost baseline is 84,000. Another question. I'll let you read it. Hit the pause button if you need more time. Okay. So the best answer to this the SPI, if you calculate it, it's 25 divided by 30. That's 0 0.83. And the CPI is 2.2 divided by 2.8. And that's 0 0.79. So the best answer to this, SPI 0 0.83, CPI 0 0.79. And that is option A. All right.
one mole. I'll let you read the question. Hit the pause button for more time if you need it. Okay. So the best answer to this is level of precision. This is really more about how precise the measurement is. Okay? And you can get all of this information if you read through the definitions in the Pembroke Guide. Level of precision, this is the degree to which cost estimates will be rounded up or down. If you have not read uh, the details in the guide, again, I recommend that you do. Open up the guide and understand the difference between the units of measure, level of precision, things like this. All right. I hope you found value from this. Remember, go on down to hpmexam.com. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, share with your friends, and I will see you again on day, wow, it's going to be day 20. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye for now.